0: Welcome back to the next episode of the Grad Centric Podcast. I'm Jason Anderson. Today we're gonna talk about what happens after the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, otherwise known as a FAFSA. So the FAFSA opens October 1, so I generally see a lot of families, especially with seniors that are gonna go off to college, they're filling out the FAFSA around October 1. Maybe it's October, November, but generally, especially by this time of year, it's done, it's complete. I also see a lot of families applying to schools going through the checklists that 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 school requires for a student to get admitted, and maybe even getting admissions offers, and and hopefully getting admissions offers by this time of year. But then families really look around and they say, what's next? Uh, Shouldn't we have heard from the school at this point in time? And the answer is maybe. So this time of year is generally when families will get financial aid packages from the school and we'll talk about that in in another episode, actually probably the next one I think is when I'm going to record something about financial aid packages. But generally what's going to happen is you'll get admitted to the school. Uh, you'll, You'll maybe have to complete some financial aid checklist items that that school requires. Uh, You'll fill out the free application for federal student aid either before that checklist or during that checklist when you're completing all those those items that the the school is asking you to complete, which generally the FAFSA is one of those. And then come this time of year, uh, schools go about packaging financial aid in order to present to you. So let's go back to the FAFSA. So you fill out the FAFSA, you hit submit. Uh, The first thing that you need to know is the second section of the FAFSA is listing the schools that you want to receive the information that that is generated from your FAFSA application. And so one one error that I see families sometimes uh, go through is they say, we haven't heard from our school and we go back to the FAFSA and we realize that that school wasn't listed on the FAFSA. That maybe the school list has changed over time and so there was actually no opportunity for the school to get information from the FAFSA, so therefore you're not gonna get a financial aid package. So that's number one. You need to check, make sure that the schools that you listed on the FAFSA are current and that, that they're the schools that you want to get that information. So once you hit submit, uh, you well you first wait for the student aid report, which is kind of a confirmation from the Department of Education that everything's been processed. There's technical information on there that somebody like myself or a financial aid officer could actually interpret in greater detail, but we'll leave that there for now. Uh, Reach out if you have any interest in that. But a student aid report is generally a confirmation report. Uh, the schools at that point are going to receive the information that you put on the fafsa then they go about making sure that you have a complete package for whatever their requirements are so that you've been admitted to the school that you've completed any additional requirements when it comes to financial aid so for instance some schools will require the css profile or maybe an additional proprietary form that they make you fill out to ensure that you're qualifying for scholarships or an additional level of financial vetting And then at that point, then they go about putting together the financial aid package. So what happens here is all the aid that's been offered by the government uh, through the FAFSA, all of the aid that's offered by the school, maybe uh, scholarships or need-based aid or merit aid will be put into that package. Any other additional funding that you might receive Uh, is gonna be put together and it will be presented to you and it will show the full cost of attendance for the school, it will show all the aid that you're given and and hopefully, generally, it will show whether there's some type of gap there. Uh, And that's really the only time in this entire college planning process, believe it or not, that you'll really know the full cost to you. And even at that point, it can be a little bit confusing, hence why I'm gonna do a episode on this at a later time. But it can be confusing because even then, sometimes families don't realize what's a direct paid cost to the school and what might be an indirect cost. So it's shown there, but it's not actually a check that you'll have to write to the school. So that's uh, the financial aid package. It will most likely be sent to you in one of two ways, or maybe even both. It can be sent to uh, you via mail, and it will ask you to accept or reject the aid and return it, Uh, or it might also be presented in the online portal. So a lot of times when students get admitted to a school, they'll be invited to establish an email address and an account with the online system, whatever that kind of CRM consumer or customer relationship management system is. Uh, they'll be invited to establish an account. That's where the financial aid letter will be sent, or it will be sent directly to the official email. And generally it is the official email, that's because this is an official communication from the school, and so most schools are gonna be giving that to uh, the .edu email address that was established in that process. And that's where you'll go and log in and check out that financial aid letter, or look at it in that email account, figure out what you want to accept, what you want to reject and return it to the school. So that's what happens after the FAFSA. If you're running into any issues throughout that process, feel free to reach out to me. We can discuss those. But that's what you should be expecting around this time of year. We'll see you on the next episode.